What's up people? I hope you are staying safe during the pandemic. Welcome to the 5th episode of The Youth Speaks, where we understand foreign policy, economy and politics to help ourselves know how the world functions. So grab a cup of tea, sit back and join me as we explore the NATO today. Folks, what we are talking about today is regarding the strongest military alliances in the world, the NATO. NATO stands for North Atlantic Treaty Organization. The formation of this alliance dates back to the World War II, where with the growth of the power of USSR, it posed a great threat to the other European nations. Along with USSR, what also grew was the idea of communism. Ten nations from Europe, namely Belgium, Denmark, France, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Portugal and the United Kingdom, along with two North American nations, Canada and the United States, formed the NATO which was signed into effect in the year 1949. The most important thing to note regarding this organization is the Article 5, which states that an attack to one nation would be an attack to all the member nations and that they'll fight together with that. With this, the world saw NATO as the strongest military and political alliance in the world. The idea of security attracted other nations to join NATO as well. Most of the European nations joined NATO and the alliance of 12 members grew to become a 28 member nations. Everything was good and perfect till the year 1992. 26 December 1991, the USSR dissolved and they formed separate nations. Interestingly, few nations that broke from the USSR joined the NATO. Well, from 1991 to 2001, the NATO has always been performing just for US's interest. Gaddafi was an enemy of the US, Saddam Hussein enemy of US, North Korea enemy of US and NATO was all and everything about the US. The one and only use of NATO was in the year 2001 during the 9-11 attack on France by Al-Qaeda. Well that was the only time when NATO was used for an European nation. You see, the NATO has 3.6 million active military personnel and another 3.7 million in reserve. Together, they are about 7.3 million military personnel. And to maintain all these personnels, we need lots of money. So during the NATO summit of 2006, all the NATO nations agreed to spend 2% of their GDP on the military. But that never happened. Most of the countries spent very less than 2%. During the presidential elections, President Donald Trump threatened the NATO that the US will back off from the treaty. USA had also realized that they, due to their 20 plus trillion dollar economy, always spent more on their lands. Well, you see, most of the nations that are a member of the NATO do not consider it as their top priority. But why? You see, the sole purpose of NATO was to defeat the USSR. But after USSR dissolved, there was no longer any threat. Even if you consider Russia as a threat to European nations, it will and can never be as big a threat as USSR was. 
Moreover, from the time Putin came into power in Russia, he has always tried to send the message to all European nations that Russia is no longer a threat to them. Even France advocates this. So people, why don't you scratch your heads and tell me whether NATO is justified today or not? Well, that's it for today people. I hope you like the content. To understand more about foreign policies and economics, keep supporting the channel. Do like, share and listen to my podcast. I appear on every Sunday. For any queries and doubts, hit me a reply on my name at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn. So, hey there fellas, my name is Debru Bhui and I'm signing off. Peace.